That's the show with Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Hello, welcome back. Oh boy, what a fun week this is. Full house today after last week's episode where I was unfortunately alone when nobody else showed up to the recording. Not going to hold it against anyone in the room, but they were all supposed to be here. But we're back here. We made up for it now. This is so exciting. I didn't think that this would happen so quickly. We've got Keith and Libby here. They're always here. That's, yeah. you know, the huge. Hey, buddy. But boy, when they said invasive surgery for Hemda, apparently not that invasive because Hemda's back, ladies and gentlemen. Give Hemda a round of applause, everyone. You look great, Hemda. Thank you so much for being here. How are you feeling? Well, uh, I mean, thank you. <laughs> you're, well, you're very welcome. But you look better than you've looked in since I've known you. Oh, well. Haircut is great. You might want to stop yourself. Um, <laughs> your voice much less annoying. Uh-huh. See, <laughs> your whole demeanor has changed. I they did go. Uh, I didn't know if they were doing that much cosmetic surgery, you're, and I think they went overboard. You're recording the show. Oh yeah, we're recording. See, I think you per, might per re- always. You, you might regret some of these things that you're saying. I doubt it, if, if ever. <laughs> I but, mean, you know, you can keep going about. Yeah, I certainly will, and thank you for being here, Hamda. Of course. Um, what was uh, what was it like in in the in the shit? Uh, totally shitty. Totally shitty. <laughs> yeah, totally super shitty. shitty. I imagine, not imagine. I know for sure. Of course, you do. That it was very intense and shitty. Ooh, sounds tough, and it sounds like you really went through it. Yeah. You guys, Keith and Hamda, seem less than thrilled that Hamda's back. What's <laughs> going on with you two? Why is this? Why are you so blasé here? Uh, Libby and myself uh, know you do characters, but it seems like you really don't know if that's Hemda. <laughs> well, yeah, Hemda is not the best character. She doesn't have the best character work, let's be honest. Right. She can do three voices, and they're all creepy baby voices. <laughs> that is true. That is a true but, fact. You know, you have such a joie de vivre about you, Hemda. It's, I love it. I love the new you. I, 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 I can say it now because you're not the old you. I hated the old you. Uh-huh. It's such a refreshing change, and I love it. Uh-huh. I agree. Oh, Obviously. good. <laughs> I mean, Libby, what are your thoughts here? Seeing him, I mean, we saw her a couple days ago, and she looked different. Yeah, well, uh, she's wearing a sweatshirt to cover the scar. That's true. Of course. That's true. You can barely see it. Yeah, it's out of character for me because I do like to show off cool, gnarly injuries. <laughs> but you love it. I decided for your show I would cover it up. Thank you so much. Just um, modesty is the best policy. Exactly, and not to gross out the fans. <laughs> right. Exactly. But um, but but you know, I am feeling uh, a lot better. We're so. Hamda, how do you feel you. about Molly taking your place? You how know, do you think she's been doing so far? Yes, and that was a. Strange Strange transition when <laughs> came in and Mo- when you came in and Molly left. Yeah, that <laughs> awkward. Was I have to say, super awkward. No, I, I stare mean, down city. I didn't have a lot of high hopes for Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. if the bar, much like Trump, if the bar is set very low, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to do much in order to meet it. Mm-hmm. I thought she did okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. well, keep you can keep going. She about, put the K in okay for sure. Uh huh. Any no, more positive things to say? Good, solid C. Solid C, oh. as I always say. I would give it a fifty-seven out of a hundred. Well, you know, on Metacritic, C is technically satisfactory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, completely <laughs> average. Uh-huh. I give it a check plus. One of them. Hang on. I am getting. I have a Bluetooth in my ear, and I am getting word from my intern that this is in fact Molly Neffel and not Hamda. <laughs> Which makes sense. My sincerest apologies. This is extremely embarrassing for me, Molly. And I, of course, see it now. And that's why the changeover looks so weird. You can, you can see it. It was just you leaving the room and coming back into the room. That's true. I peed. I came back. So very sorry. Everyone, please follow Molly at Hemda.com. I mean, at Hemda. I mean, keepinthegirl.com. I mean, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Um, 
No, Molly, thank you so much for being here. You are the guest host of Keith and the Girl this week, and you are, unfortunately for you, the guest host of That's the Show with Danny today. I'm very happy to be here. Welcome uh, aboard. I won't tell him that any of the things you said about her. Oh, it's fine. She doesn't listen anyway. <laughs> okay, she, well, this is gone forever to her. And um, it's big shoes to fill, obviously, but I'll try my best. Her shoes are surprisingly yeah. big. Yeah. size, like 11 men's. Yeah, she has wide feet. Big scars to fill. Also. Big scars to fill. And you, of course, don't have any scars uh, physically that I know of. Well, that's a good question. I have definitely emotional scars. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? In this biz? In this biz. Um, physical scars. I have a scar on my boob. Oh, congrats. From, mm-hmm. from a... <laughs> from a, a biopsy that was... Mm. Everything was fine, but it was... Just fine? Fine. Not Satisfactory. Okay. Solid C. <laughs> Solid C. They uh, took it to the doctor. Doctor came back. Turns out it's a nipple. <laughs> Didn't have to take anything. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any tumors you can thrill us with? No tumors. Like, mm. I can't, cannot compete with Kemda's tumor. She sets the bar very high for that. That was a big boy, but she had it her. Who, is it? a boy or i guess it's a it's part of her it is human technically so it is a woman is it human technically <laughs> i don't know if it's a woman technically <laughs> to really bust up your life it's probably feminine <laughs> I, I was gonna say the opposite <laughs> she should be able to to i think decide. maybe decide its gender that's true that's not my job um and now i feel like a real ass so i will edit this out uh <laughs> Let's just start so, fresh, maybe. Nah, we've already started going. It's too much work. Now, Molly, what happens on my show now? And you are you're about to not enjoy this hour of your life. Oh, I great. Can <laughs> it's funny every time Dan thinks I'm going to let it go an hour. So what happens? That's fun. So what happens is, and I love it when Keith selectively decides when to speak up and assert dominance. Sometimes he's snoozing. Sometimes he's cruising. I guess today's a cruise day. Now, Molly, what happens next is in the vein of your James Corden's, your last week tonight's with John Oliver's, your last call with Carson Daly's. There's a monologue. All the famous TV shows have uh-huh. monologues. That's what we kind of do here uh-huh. is I will sort of re sort of half-heartedly read the tweets that I thought were good enough to say into a microphone. Okay. You're free to respond. Uh-huh. You're free to not react at all. Okay. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> just straight face. You can totally just play it poker face all the way. Okay. He's um, saying you can be human and do human things. Uh-huh. Yes. And you are human. You just like anybody else does and you need to be loved and you deserve it. Is it kind of the twitch that is like uh, that's what she said? Like if somebody says human. The, I have to do the Smiths reference. Yeah, yeah it's been coming bit. up quite a bit yeah. lately. Well, how soon is now to say such a thing? Is that another must Here's what's going through my mind is, look, I run a tight ship on my show and I don't let a lot of other guests on the show because I'm nervous. And Molly, you are a new presence and I'm nervous around you uh-huh. on my show because I'm thinking, look, I want that sweet radio dispatch gig uh-huh. after John inevitably bites the bullet. Oh, I see. You don't want to be a guest. You want to be a host. I want to ride that thing all the way to the top. So this I view as sort of my audition tape for this. Uh-huh. So let's see if these jokes are going to make the cut. Interesting. <laughs> Feel free to use these and credit me. Okay, got it. Uh, you you got say, your work cut out for you. Yes, well, if you can say my name before and after the joke, whatever you choose to use on your show. Uh-huh. You'll have to work at becoming my biological brother, but that <laughs> okay. uh, it's a prereq. I've overcome tougher hills. <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Now, Molly and everyone else in the room, because mm-hmm. we're all on the show, and yes. uh, you know, this is an audition for just me continuing to live. Right. Everyone's <laughs> going on and on about these life hacks. I can't walk out of my door without a stranger yelling about life hacks, mm-hmm. and I think I found the best one. Okay. 
You know how New York Times, they only let you read the 10 free articles, Molly? And I do. it's so mm-hmm. annoying. Life hack, buy a new computer. <laughs> That's 10 more articles, baby. Or a new phone. Works on the phone, too. <laughs> it eventually will pay for itself. But you get you can get 20 articles if you buy a new phone and computer. I think the Geek Squad at Best Buy will help set that up for you. So I can see that playing well <laughs> right minute. at the top of your show. Yeah, political. The yes. Geek Squad gets expensive. Well, those guys, I here's what I do is I, I steal their money after I give it to them. Oh, okay. I beat them up and I say, good luck getting lunch today, boys. What oh, else? Same, sorry, hey. it's the same 16-year-old nerds. Yeah, well, and girl, there are also women on the Geek Squad. Nerds. <laughs> Girls can be geeks, too. Um, hey, how about this uh, Donald Trump thing, huh? Right. And this is current and this is going to be good for your show. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like uh, it. I think Donald Trump is confusing locker room banter with locked in a room banter. You know what I mean? Mm. And that is tough, and I agree. <laughs> and it does sound like I am maybe giving too much of a platform for Donald Trump and implying that locked in a room banter is a good thing, but it's not. Uh-huh. And I expect you and John to pull the weight there and <laughs> yeah. make it better on your show. No, it's good to state, uh, have an elaborate explanation of your intentions uh-huh. that comes right after the joke. Yeah, I find it's best to not give them enough time to blog about it <laughs> in the crowd. If you say the joke and then immediately let them know you're good. But man, he can't. This Donald Trump is having a tough break. And right. again, I'm not sympathetic towards him. This is just, he's getting a tough break. No one's endorsing him, except for Aaron Glazer Zine. That was cool. He nailed that major publication endorsement. Hoo Am I right? And Aaron Glazer, of course, bad guy. His zine, not even very good. Uh, it's about old postcards, old vintage postcards. And I'm not a fan. You were saying, Keith. Oh, now you're snoozing. That's fine. That's fine. I enjoyed that one. I, I give it a thumbs up. Uh, thumbs Panic, up. Ask, London. Oh, it was Smith songs. Well, Big Mouth Strikes Again is what I say. <laughs> um, you ever get high, Molly? Or the rest of the room? Uh, I'm going to sure, sure. plead the fifth on that, <laughs> but smart. I'm going to wink at, as I plead the fifth. Okay, the cops don't have the paywall access. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I, uh, man, I was getting high last night thinking about death and decomposition. It was really putting the trippy and entropy for me. And I'm sure your audience will love that. Now, Molly, on a scale of scoocher to not scoocher, <laughs> how did <laughs> we find that? That's a uh, Solid C. Solid C. <laughs> there is C in Vort scoocher. So I'm going to take that as an endorsement. Uh, let's see. My new Benedict Cumberpatch kid doll looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to return it. Okay, that's a B plus. <laughs> um, if I were a Breakfast Club character, I'd probably be the picnic basket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a rush and a push in this land is yours. I like it. That's, I love the Smith lyrics. Keep them coming. Um, hey, here's it. Now, everyone loves. Now, do you, I don't know if you do a lot of um, impressions on the radio dispatch. Tons. Tons. <laughs> here's one you can use. And <laughs> I'm going to say it. And you, this is a game that we can all play. We're going to try to figure out who this is. I know, of course, so I'm going to stay out of this after uh-huh. I say the impression. So we have to guess. But it's up to you three. Okay. Should okay. we close our eyes? Will that help? That might help. Okay. okay. It might hinder you, honestly. I'm, it <laughs> might distract you too much. I'm going to, I want, I just want to hear it. Okay. I'll close my eyes. Baharambeg. Baharambeg. It's, uh, it's some sort of pun. It's a, it's a, <laughs> for sure. Something about Scrooge, at, something. Some, at, at, yeah. Uh huh. And a Harambe. Scrooge is begging for something, folks. Uh, Can we hear it one more time, please? Bah Harambe. Uh, but could it be a, a sheep? I doubt it. Ebenezer Gorilla? I, I'm going to go with, I don't know That's why. Close. Ebenezer Gorilla. <laughs> it is Internezer Scrooge. That was Internezer Scrooge. You get it? 
Because the internet loves Harambe. Or it's oh. Ebenezer Scrooge, where the first E is lowercase. That might be tough for you to explain to Oh, like audience. Ebenezer? Like E, yeah. Like, <laughs> if I look. Yeah, yeah. I think Molly's on, ba- on board now for sure. <laughs> I still. That tacit endorsement of the words I've been saying. Is that, I still don't volumes. get it, but I do like that we had to know something was lowercase. Yeah. <laughs> well, or, I mean, yes. And why didn't you? Right. Why don't you assume? You know that I write like E.E. E. Cummings. This is like 3D chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never played it, never will. It's a Star Wars reference. 3D chess? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'd like to introduce my guests. Now, Molly, you might be thinking, what, didn't they just introduce the guests? And you would be right. But <laughs> from the beginning of the show, I've gotten into a groove where I'll sort of introduce the guests. Then we'll do the monologue to get everyone really ready to go. And then we'll get hardcore into the guests. Now, unfortunately, all I have prepared for this segment are questions for Hemda. <laughs> Um, and I don't want to let them go to waste, so we'll see how you do. I got this. I've okay. known Hemda for a long time. So we kind of teased it already, but what is surgery like? Um, Just in general. You anesthesia. know, it's like when you have a very deep night's sleep and you wake up and you don't even really realize that any time passed. Okay. That and sounds pretty close. Yeah, and then you <laughs> hurt okay. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have fun in the hospital, Hemda? I did. A lot of great people visited me. Mm, thank uh, you. I'm put- <laughs> we are great. Say thank no you. More. <laughs> great, good-looking people. Oh, please, Hemda, you flatter me. Visited me, so you that was uh, so that was the best part. I keep forgetting it's you, Molly. Uh, yeah, you are I, so inhibited. Is it all right that I'm, that I'm doing uh, that? I'm I'm embracing your questions uh, with it's, my actor hat on. I really appreciate <laughs> You're it. You're really disappearing I, into the role. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yes, I'm yes, a yes. method person. Um, now that you no longer have a 4.63 pound tumor inside your body, do you think maybe you'll stop being such an asshole? <laughs> Kinda? To me? Uh, you, you think maybe it was, it was the source of my... That's a theory. But it's a working theory I have. And I love your take. The source of... It was four pounds of negativity directed mm-hmm. dr- direct, directly Seemed at you. really lasered in on me. Like well, if that tumor had laser sight, uh-huh. it was right at my heart. Um, that is a question that, um, that only time will be able okay. to answer. That's fair. That is honestly as good of an answer that I could hope for. Danny's next question From is, real with that said, can I get this week's check? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what was it like being born in Israel? Um, it was, it, it was, um, exotic. Exotic. <laughs> Gonna need more. <laughs> uh, anywhere is exotic. It was it was different than different. the United States. Okay. Um, I can vouch. This checks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was um, it was in another country. Sandy. It was sandy. sandy. Mm. It, there was sand everywhere. Sandy whoa, whoa. was here. That not in Israel. Hamda. Hurricane Sandy happened when you were like forty. <laughs> it was yeah. It was it was during Hurricane Sandy. That's what I meant. You look good for being so young, then. Thank you. I'm getting lost already. All right, final question. I'm sorry. One second. Uh huh. Does that? that How sorry are you? No, they said Sandy and. They didn't mean it racist. I know you think they meant it racist because you used to say Hemda ate sand sandwiches as a kid. I literally don't know but. anything about the landscape of Israel. I have no idea whether it's sandy or not. It's 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 extremely sandy. It's, it's a kinda, piece of shit. It's all brown. But Hemda likes to act like it's fucking the green gardens, which I just made up. She, uh, she's a, she, uh, she would say it's so floral and beautiful and all magical colors. Of course, it's sandy. Maybe the surgery made Hemda tell the truth. I literally have no idea. Like, if you showed me pictures of different places and asked me to identify 
what Israel would look like, I couldn't do it. Well, now we have a game for Wednesdays. <laughs> it was like a picture of your house and a picture of Israel. That, ben, could you do it? Those were the, if those, those were the only two choices, I could probably do it. Or like a picture of you and a picture of Israel. <laughs> that I could do, but if you... Um, I just, I don't even, if I was being racist, I wouldn't have even known, which is mm. often a way that you can be racist. You don't even have any yeah, idea. A lot of people. Lot of, that's, the, that's my level of ignorance around Israel. Can I ask that's you? That's a safe way to play it. To and take your headphone off for a second, just come around real quick and look uh, take a look and I'm going to show you a picture okay, of, here uh, I come. of uh, <laughs> Israel. Okay. Now that is knowingly racist is what that was. That was not even racism where it can be disguised <laughs> with not knowing. All right. Now this last question and... You know, now that I know you're Molly, this is going to be an awkward question to ask, but it's on the paper. I have to say it. That is the law of the show. Um, Hemda, what was that thing you said to me in private about how <laughs> Molly Neffel told you she only joined Occupy Wall Street because she thought people were saying Occupy Mall Street and it piqued her interest because she thought people were talking about her and how her brother only joined because he thought it was John Occupy Wall Street. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember that private conversation we had and w- what did you mean by that, Hemda? I do. Well, as you know, um, I... I'm very sorry about this, Molly. No, no I, Hemda... Um, yes, very good. I... I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> I am a very... Uh, relentlessly intelligent person. Extremely. Almost, in, almost to a mean degree. Sometimes, yes. Exa- sometimes my intelligence leads me to create false oh. falsities. You didn't seem it when you told me that because you said Molly told you that she thought it was Occupy Mall Street. Yeah, well, me and Molly and John have, Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, me and Molly and John have a relationship built <laughs> on um, kind trust. of trust, <laughs> communication, and That's also I've heard. sometimes they communicate to me, and I kind of run with it. You know, in my own. You are known for that. You ha- you put your we call it the hem to spin. Yeah, right. Um, I was constantly spinning a little bit in my head. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the questions. I'm um, very sorry again. No, I think she, uh, you know Occupy Mall Street is not a bad rebranding <laughs> of Occupy Wall Street. It could be good, but that means you're in trouble. Like you're the bad guy, right? Because they didn't like Wall Street. That's true. It was a negative. So the whole thing would have to be John Cupai Mall Street. Yes. <laughs> that could be the new podcast Which, starring Danny. Actually, I don't have to thank Hemda for coming up with that because that is, I feel like that's pretty strong branding to be honest. Starring Danny. <laughs> the SEO on that alone is excellent. No one else has anything even close to that. It's so. memorable. We should have, right around 2011, we should have renamed Radio Dispatch to John Cupai Mall Street. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Molly, I do have some real questions for you, of course. Okay. I am on the fly. I was able to type up some questions on here once I realized you're not Hemda. And I'd like to offer <laughs> you a chance, as Molly now, to answer a few questions and clear the air for some people, because there is some controversy. So I'll take off my actor beret. <laughs> yes, please just be you now. Put be on. real. Got you it. know, this is an Do you L- need to do one of these? Yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wipe your face. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> this, is, this is in L.A. We're not all about the characters here. We do love real comedy in New York. And mm-hmm. this is like the cellar and stuff. Uh, Molly, I have a sister named Molly. Sorry to interrupt. Nice shirt. You're not sorry. I have a sister named Molly, and we did not get along well growing up. Will you be nicer to me? Is that true? You have a sister named Molly? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who have sisters named Molly. It's like a sister name. I know this guy named John who has a sister named Molly. Is it my brother? (laughs) Yes. I know that if I had a daughter, I can't name it Molly. It. it. Why is that? <laughs> Molly Mally. Oh, uh, yeah, Mally. Yeah, don't do that. So it's, yeah, it's, we're all. I don't know. Don't, I thought you liked the challenge, Keith. Don't you want to like challenge my kids? Yeah, I like the challenge. It, and they say challenge skips a generation. Hi, I'm uh, Molly. Molly, Molly. <laughs> no, that's horrible. But it's also, I like it. It's it, like a good you know showbiz name. It's also weird she says it like that though. I'm Molly. 
Molly Mallet. Well, your your daughter is a world renowned super spy. <laughs> Mally, yeah. Takes her drinks shaken. Mally. Stirred. Molly Mally. Molly, you were a cast member of Naked in a Fishbowl for many years. I was. Did you ever think of upgrading it to an aquarium like my optometrist had growing up in his uh, office? Because um, a fishbowl only has so much room for growth. It's but true. the aquarium can have all the different kinds of fish and even maybe a shark. It's true. And there were about baby six of us, so it would have been a quite crowded. <laughs> Pretty fish packed bowl. in there. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would do an aquarium. I like those little um that I used to like as a child, I used to like to go to the pet store and I would think that they were, I liked to get like toys. Pet, like pet the guppies? I liked to get toys that were meant for animals and use them oh. as toys for myself. Ah. Like cat, like those little m- mouse toys. I liked them. Like I would ask my parents to get me them as a toy. Would you rattle it and then throw it and then run it? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Did you ever try to click on it to go to the next slide? <laughs> just, she holds one of those like fish and pole things with one hand and then bats it with the other hand. It, like, I get it. Let me have it? <laughs> maybe uh, that can be the reboot. Yeah, yeah. And, and Ooh, the- are we rebooting? Could I maybe get involved in that? <laughs> Could, Danny, I know this is your show, but could I yeah. give a quick BTS? Please, I love it. Yes, behind the scenes is what that stands for, or bacon tomato salad. <laughs> I, I just want favorite sandwich. On Danny's notes, it says introduce the guests, and then it has our three names: Keith, Libby, Molly. And I just wonder. I want to forget. Okay, that's. I just wanted to. <laughs> in, all, see. in all fairness, what if things get so crazy? <laughs> yeah. That he was like, "You're Hemda. You're right." There's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I did have Hemda written initially, and I didn't want to forget. So, <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of bits. So many bits. You're, you're Ben Vereen. Fuck it. <laughs> I knew. Uh, let's see. Um, so, and I, I do want to go back to the first question about my sister. Will you be nicer to me than she was? Because we did not get along growing up. Is she older or younger than She's you? She's a year younger. I'm the oldest. Oh, a year? That's a tough. It's tough, yeah. Close in age. Yeah, we'd have to share birthdays. Can you imagine the, wi- the Wild West and he'd be the one in charge of the household when dad had to go to war? Yes, jokes about masculinity in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, Molly. Yeah, I'll be nice, I'll be nice right. to you. When's <laughs> that going to start? Just kidding. Uh, You're being very gracious <laughs> and I appreciate you putting up with this. Let's see, Molly, your current show with your brother John Neffel is called Radio Dispatch. True. It used to be called John and Molly Get Along. True. Do you no longer get along? Uh, <laughs> We 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 do still get along. Um, That's good. Did you have a contentious relation growing up? Growing up, John liked to uh, wrestle and punch mm. and Whoa. hit and date yeah. your friends. No, never. No, <laughs> yeah. never. Was he a geek back he, then? No, he was actually. Uh, I was a very very strange kid who had a no. very difficult time getting along with people and John actually he was very small but he was like very cool and he like mm. like even as like a he was he like played all the sports and mm. like was friends with like cool boys Ugh. and so he was like cool um he it, as a young kid as a, in high school he became more geeky but That's uh, good. as a young kid he was like a cool person that's so strange. Yeah. Not because it's John, but just the idea of being cool as a kid. Yeah. I can't I mean, get my brain around it. I don't it think at he all. was ever like. Right. Not that like cool. the Fonz, but yeah. cool adjacent. Cool enough. Right. Cool enough to hang with cool kids. Do you have friends named Jason? And he could be like, I'm Jason adjacent. Uh, and did everyone be like, oh, John, you're so cool? <laughs> that's <laughs> a great turn of phrase. That's your version of cool. <laughs> yeah, is that not that, everyone's? That would have been cool, but I don't think that there was any Real Jason. missed opportunity there. <laughs> Tell him, would you? <laughs> and, how, and he is older than you, correct? Mm-hmm. How much by Three and a half years. Wise? Three and a half years. Yeah, so it, he never, it would have been inappropriate for him to have dated yeah, my friends. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but that I, is weird. But I had crushes on, it was nice being like a, 
heterosexual girl with an older brother because you can have like distant mm. crushes on Oh, sure. Oh, I had boys. crushes on John's friends growing up. I didn't even meet him <laughs> until a few years ago. Follow up <laughs> question. Why not call your show the Podcast Dispatch? Get with the times, Molly. It's true. Well, AMFM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, rebranding is a, is a, even rewriting questions, as you know, is an intensive <laughs> process. <laughs> so you really put a lot of work and time and thought into everything. Right. Yes, yes. So rebranding, sure uh, rebranding a whole podcast, I think would be a little bit too much. It's work a lot of work. Us. You yeah. have so many choices now though. That's true. And I mean, I, I really like the name John and Molly get along, but that was a kind of, that was like a comedy show and we mm. wanted to have a distinct name for like the political mm. project. Mm. Um, although politics we politics aren't funny. Yeah. We, <laughs> great show, by the <laughs> Way. check it out yes i enjoy it thank you we probably could have kept the same name but um no it's good you, you're expanding your empire yeah exactly would you ever consider going back to the j and mga brand if if somebody who knows how things work told us to like if like a like oh, yeah, a, it's not me so. <laughs> if like a look elsewhere like a, a trump man- figure uh-huh. <laughs> i just heard man <laughs> manager oh, okay, okay or like an eight like somebody who knows how right. branding mm. i mean you know i'm not a capitalist so i don't care about branding but if somebody was like this is catchier than this then i would be open to it what is it like not buying things i want i'm a, <laughs> is it tough? i'm a i'm a capitalist in the sense that i can't escape this oppressive right. system you were born into it yeah but i don't it? but i don't like it i'll do it but i don't like it if it gets overthrown tomorrow mm. are you happy or are you nervous um, you know, that's a great question, actually. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> he, he expected everyone this, would... And this is for Hemda, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. We're a New York show. I'm, I'm happy in this. I feel like there's two, there's, there's a, there's the, the Trump faction, the people who like Trump, and they are really, really scaring me. They scare me a lot. And I don't think they're going anywhere. No. After the election, I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they're only getting stronger. But then there's also, uh, I think, a growing, like millennials, y- young people don't like capitalism. No. And I think that that's great. And I think that their young people are like queerer than ever. They hate mm-hmm. capitalism. Mm-hmm. They're more, that's the least white. Young people are getting less and less and less white. Yeah. And I feel like that makes me really excited. I think the future for young people, generally speaking, the young if, if we have hope at all, it comes from young people. I agree. I feel like, for, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like you really sealed the deal there with your uh, overthrowing John on the show. I feel mm-hmm. like that's it. Mm-hmm. That was a great question. Well, great answer, great question. That's yeah. my brand. Sorry, John, you're yeah. fired. Uh, yeah. John, John, he's going to be mad when he finds out. He wasn't even well, a Well, he's not a Keith and the Girl VIP member or a Video Ultimate subscriber. So good luck finding this, John. <laughs> um, uh, the fourth question comes to us from Libby. And now, Libby, it's your turn. Oh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> Libby bought a chunk of time on my show for a question she had for Molly that seemed very pressing at the time. Okay, Molly, where'd you get that sweatshirt? <laughs> um, I got it on the sale rack at, I think, Brooklyn Industries. Oh, nice. About two years ago. That's why I'm choosing to use my time. <laughs> Thank you, Libby. And I'm sorry that I put you on the spot. But it has, as you know, I panic. It's unraveling <laughs> a little bit. Oh, um, uh, that's the worst. But I'm not going to stop wearing it. Do you ever no. get like holes in your collar on your t shirts, like up here, like your collar? It's deteriorated not right there (laughs) what what is on your chest that is making that part specifically my my big sternum muscles i don't know maybe because i have like a lot of cheap like band shirts like screen printed band shirts but a lot of like my Mm. favorite like band shirts uh, not band books but you know like uh, musical act sure Uh, i saw a lot of confusion a lot of them like i had a death cat for cutie one that got all fucked up my elliot smith shirt is beyond wearable at this point because there's a seam there I, i think Oh, 
Yeah, that that could sense. be a <laughs> source of weakness. Maybe clothes. you should start getting your clothes from Seamless. Ooh. Libby, <laughs> I love it. I think Libby might replace John Libby, now. Libby, <laughs> she replaced me. That, it was great. Thank you. And I and look, I know that when people do that for me, it implies uh, that I don't have great ones all the time. So I'm sorry that I'm doing that for you. You do have great ones all the time. But no, this that was, was in one. your style. Was, that was yeah, an homage. I'm a narcissist and I loved it. <laughs> Molly, next question. Did your parents ever divorce or try to divorce each other? <laughs> did they try and fail to divorce each other? And, and if so, did you and John ever try a parent trap style maneuver to make them love each other? Uh, they didn't that I know of. Mm. Um, but we could have tried because I dressed um, like a boy when I was a kid and a lot of people thought that I was a boy. So I was shorter than John. But mm. uh I mean, I still all, all dress like a boy, but there was a long Are period. you still shorter? I'm still shorter. <laughs> there was a period of time in there from about sixth grade till about two years ago when I tried really hard to dress like a girl till I realized I didn't want to, and then I Good went back you. to dressing like yeah. a boy again. Nice. What I'm, is it? Like, uh, then you feel itchy or you just know what's wrong? Well, yeah. all those denim bras. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Very painful. That's what women wear, I've read in magazines and blogs. I, I like, I, I, was, I almost do feel itchy. It's like, um, it's fine. Like sometimes I like dressing up. Like sometimes I like wearing a dress, putting on. I like wearing makeup. Um, like yeah, there was times when I <laughs> when I learned. I do. I'll. When I did I that. I know, but it's that weird clown shit you do. <laughs> no, Rosa got me all dressed up once, and it was very fun. Except I was too drunk to fuck afterward. So <laughs> in that sense, it wasn't as fun. But. But everybody likes feeling all gussy. Yeah, up she got me all pretty for the ball. Yeah, but but I I resisted it for a long time because I f- was told repeatedly that no one would like me if I did that because it was not normal. And Mm -hmm. especially that as a heterosexual woman, that boys would not ever like me. And so then once I snagged one, I was like, hey, I got news for you. I want to dress like a boy. And he was like, great, whatever. whatever. I'm sorry people told you that. But when when did you try the girl thing? Uh, Starting sixth grade because I wanted to be popular. And then, uh, so I grew up my hair. I like, mm. I was not, I did not do a very good job. I wore like baggy <laughs> pants and like those tight shirts that were popular okay. in like 1997. Um, and I think they were called like baby doll shirts. Were it those ones Jokers. that crunched up and then they would get no, like not, way bigger? <laughs> not like that. Like the shirts like, um, in 1997 there was a lot of like dragon shirts. That was like an era of dragon shirts, but like tight T- tiny tees they were called that's what they were called tiny tees it was basically like I used to just wear shapeless boys clothes and then I was like ugh what do I do to pretend like I am feminine presenting <laughs> and the solu- it was 1997 so the solution was Jenkos and tiny tees Jenkos solution to nothing <laughs> you could fit five CDs of OK Computer in those Jenko pockets True. The, what the fuck planet was I on that I don't know about these Jenkos <laughs> I can understand a tiny T. <laughs> Nobody wore Jankos. That was a thing. Yes, that was a thing. Maybe yes. it was a thing in the Midwest, but you were here a by thing. then, right? You were in the great state of New York City. In what year? In ninety-seven or around? No, uh, two thousand six. But Just when no, you moved here, that can't be yeah. right. What, what year is it now? 1996. Okay. I get confused with that zero. Yeah, it's you tough know, carrying it over. That's skips. why Y2K happened. Right. That's why my iPhone got all fucked up. They're those, uh, what do they call them in the old days? Uh, bell bottoms. Bell bottoms, mm. yeah. Bell bottoms were not as Janko-y as Jankos, though. But I had a lot of bell bottoms, too. But that's my point. I never saw Jankos, did I? And I just... Ignored it? Do you see Jenko Unchained? But you were, what? Jenko Unchained. We all have to, sorry, we all have yes, to please take pause a break. And <laughs> everyone listening to your podcast, hit the 15 second rewind button. Jenko Unchained. 
<laughs> it's uh, something happened that Thank sounded like something else. Yeah, that's my bread <laughs> that's and <good>. butter, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, were may I ask, were you a teen or were you an adult? In I was an adult, so that's why <laughs> it was a teen and child thing. Mm-hmm. But adults they... weren't wearing Jenkos. Hmm. It was for the cool kids, okay? Only I think. I mean, I don't know. I was. I was a. I mean, yeah, I saw high schoolers wearing them. So yeah. I, yeah. How old are you now? I'm thirty. Still. I'm twenty nine. So. So that, yeah. Okay. Our stories check out. I swear. <laughs> well, I was ten years on a different planet. <laughs> I don't. Right. Th- I don't think that people in their. I hope that people in their twenties weren't wearing Jenkos. It really seemed like a mm-hmm. teen specific craze. Yeah. Right. Do you want some now? It, it's. They sound fun. They were comfortable, roomy, and they sound like you can get them cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they might be coming back. They're vintage now. Everything you know. comes back. Right? Yeah. We're the nineties are hot right now. Yeah. Isn't that a bummer? <laughs> Because I burned my chankos. <laughs> I did not love the 90s, but only because I was a child. How do you feel about the 90s strikes back? Uh, Nobody, again, that was right right in your style. That was a VH1 hit, classic show. Mm, I love the 90s strikes allowed, back. We weren't allowed to watch VH1. <laughs> we were an MTV only family. You were just so we specific about one series. Yeah. The 90 Strikes Back, that's all. Yeah, because he said that he did no, not love the n- Yes, here's what happened in my brain. Is I was like, oh, maybe an Empire Strikes Back joke I can make. That's, what I, that's yeah. where I went but to. But even then I was like, it's not going to cut. It's not going to pass muster. So, so you just I, left me hanging. I just, I, you know, you know, you know. I'll edit me out of okay. this whole thing. You guys are going to sound like fucking crazy people talking to yourselves. Yeah, fix that in post. And then Danny comes in the end. What are you guys doing on yes, my microphone? It's the opposite of the last show. Oh, yeah. Exa- I was just going to say, we should do that since you had yeah, one whole show where we didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Let's do one without you to make and, up for it. And we say, like, hey, why isn't Danny talking too much anyways? Oh, and too then we much. Finish That's our fun. Thoughts. I'm a joy and a treasure to be around. <laughs> Molly, this is an improv question. Not even one on my sheet. I noticed you're not wearing the silly bands anymore. Did those go out of style? You know, when I moved, I... I put my silly bands somewhere, and and I think I know where they are, mm. but I just got out of the habit. Mm. Um, Sorry, but, is that like yarn bands, that kind of thing? No, it's like, go ahead, Molly is the expert. All <laughs> They were very popular like years ago now, like probably seven years ago right. now. Um, children at school had them, and they would collect like, Hundreds of them, and and they were like they were like rubber bands, and when you took them off, they had a shape. So there's like shaped like a turtle. Oh, um, and and I had my students like my first year of teaching. My I want these jeans and I want these bracelets. Oh my god, I can't Keith. wait for Keith's makeover. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna look, you're gonna look like a raver. A weird mix of the '90s and the naughties. And- have you heard about when uh, beards were cool? <laughs> Go on. No. <laughs> so beards were never cool. I would know. So it wasn't just because they went out of style. Well, they went out. They went so out of style that like <laughs> my students were asking me like, "How do you still have?" Really? Them? Yeah. But and I, are you like you did it? <laughs> <laughs> but they, yeah. But I mean, literally, like like the kids who gave them to me are like probably in high school now, and they gave them mm. to me when they were like third graders. Mm. But but it was you know I'm a I'm a nostalgic, sentimental yeah. person, and I'm, they yeah. reminded me of my students. But they're kind of assholes to be adults then and say to you why you wear that because i would be like shit yeah she's still wearing mine they don't realize what they're saying yeah um so they get you didn't buy the silly bands that was all gifts that were given they were all gifts yeah Yeah. um i think i had i I had they were all gifts and then one time at a show um i was wearing one and i was like messing with it on my wrist on the show and somebody came up to me afterwards and was like i have a silly band i see you have silly bands i want to give you one and he wasn't hitting on me. He was with a, a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> and I said, oh, thank you. And he said, 
Uh, every time you look at the silly band, you should remember that you're funny. Oh, isn't that nice? That's that really is nice. And so I really like that one. But what shape was it? Yeah, I was gonna. It was a dollar sign. It was like a dinosaur. Um, but then it broke. It was sad. But these really turn into like I looked into it. There's a dollar <laughs> sign. There's a bone. There's a woman like uh, the woman bathroom symbol. You know, with mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. simple stick figure skirt. I mean, there were thousands of them. You could get a theme pack, Harry Potter themed ones. Ooh. But or... it would really would would it look like like if it's the skirt one? Does a little triangle come out, or it's a circle on your wrist? It's it, that small. It, they all look kind of wavy, right? Yeah, like, they look, once they're on exactly. Okay. Um, but they look. Yeah, they look like bracelets, but they're not totally straight. They have like, yeah, a little wavy shapes. Okay. Do you forget you're funny now? I, I It was really, <laughs> when it broke, I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. It wasn't meant to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> Libby, and final question, Molly. You've almost made it through. How good is the old steady, huh? Let's so, talk about that for a while. So good. I'm so happy you're here. Molly mm-hmm. is one of the very few people in my life or anyone's life that I've met <laughs> who appreciates the genius of the bar rock heroes, the hold steady. <laughs> from, yeah, Libby likes them but doesn't appreciate them. Mm. Uh-huh. Libby also, every time Libby brings up Minneapolis, I do have to bring up the whole study. So I'm yeah. sure she gets sick of it. Now, you went to school in Minnesota? Yeah, I, I went it. to school in St. Paul. And oh, then what? I, yeah, and then I moved to Brooklyn, and Minnesota you to Brooklyn them, is yeah. the exact path that the whole study took. So I always so cool. identify with them a lot because they've got a lot of songs about Minnesota <laughs> and uh, the Twin Cities, and they've got a lot of songs about Brooklyn yes. and about the experience of moving from Minnesota to Brooklyn. And that was the exact time. Like I listened, I listened to my first whole study song. Like well, I was moving from Minnesota to Brooklyn. What was uh, it? Can I ask? Um, I think it was Hood Rat Friends. Oh, the best <laughs> the one. Best. Yeah, one yeah. I think ones. that is yeah. one of the best ones. And sometimes I'm, the best one won't even stop there's just too many kids (laughs) i've been trying to figure out how to get a tattoo of that particular lyric and i don't know uh, yeah i've wanted to hold steady lyric for a while on my body yeah yeah they're great did you ever see lifter well i guess if you were moving from minnesota to brooklyn you wouldn't have seen i got into lifter puller after the fact but i love lifter puller too that fiesta's and fiasco's album so good Yeah, and it's this is a true story. Whenever I tweet yes, anything yes, yes. with a hold steady oh, reference, the only person to favorite it is Danny. Uh, <laughs> they call me the hold steady favoriting uh, person. Now <laughs> we know for sure you're not Hamda. Hamda <laughs> yes, at this point would have shut that shit down. Hey, by the way, did hold steady only oh, lose okay. one album, Here's... one one member after all this time? Probably Franz. Yeah, I think um, they've taken. Or, did, on... or was it? Wait, wait, wait. They wait. took on a new guitarist after. What Franz. happened to Judd? Right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Keith does. Here's what Molly. Here's what you're experiencing, <laughs> and everyone else in this room has unfortunately been privy to this for quite some time. Keith will wiki things that I like and trick me into bonding with him. But he's but he's mocking me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I tell you what. They, like, here's they, an example. They label it like alternative rock. I uh-huh. call it Heartland rock. Yeah, or like mm. bar rock, maybe. Like kind okay, of, like, like you were saying about Lifter Pull. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah like yeah. you know. Did you? What, what's your favorite Hold Steady album, Keith? Uh, Look at me, icon. The best ones. <laughs> I, I need to stare into people's eyes when I, I talk about Hold Steady. I'm a big fan of Boys and Girls in, Boys America. And girls in America. It's early, That's but I, I love early. it. Not early, but I love it. But what's your favorite song off of it? <laughs> yes. Libby, excellent. Don't question. break eye contact. <laughs> no, no, somebody's calling in. <laughs> you might like it though because they reference a lot of metal. Yeah, b- you, songs. I've tried Molly. I like <laughs> tried so hard. I've tried, I tried this on my husband. I'm like, I, I like references to better songs. Uh-huh. That's my favorite kind of songs. <laughs> it, your husband's not a not a fan. He's not converted. He, he's it's not like, part of a unified scene. No, exactly. And so I'll be like, you know, there's a lot of songs about 
there's references in Hold Steady songs about songs that you like, yeah. but apparently that's not really a sell for people. <laughs> <laughs> but Boys and Girls, th- uh-huh. that came that came when I was let's see, 2006. That yeah, I when yeah, I thought can just it, celebrate so, its ten years. So they didn't start earlier than that. No, they did. Yeah, yeah. There was two albums before that. Really? Almost killed me in Separation Sunday, in which is opinion, the best album yeah. ever made. Yeah, they're think. they're the only. There's really in mm. my. This is maybe controversial, but I feel like there's really only three Hold Steady albums. Ooh, that is oh. controversial. It, 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 uh, Craig Finn would not approve. No, I I and I'm not tra- trying to throw shade, but sure. my my relationship with the Hold Steady is that's why when you say Boys and Girls in America is early, it's right. like the last Hold Steady album that I got super obsessed mm. with. Okay. Although that the, the one after that, that Stay Positive Stay was positive my was first good. one. That was good heaven was whenever came after and was not as good but yeah i agree to an extent almost killed me three albums are i just those three those first three albums are just so so good i think Mm -hmm. that nothing can compare to them chuck uh klosterman like almost uh, sorry almost killed me almost killed me that was good you have to say that was it (laughs) was that at all necessary (laughs) <laughs> Chuck Klosterman described it as like uh, Separation Sunday as like being backstage at an ACDC soundcheck while reading the Catholic Catechism mm. and that was a quote I always like used on my dad to try to get him into them because mm. he likes uh-huh. that shit and uh, no dice, no dice. <laughs> that's like the perfect dad band you'd think yeah I mean, besides Wilco that's yeah my dad likes the whole study yeah. he sounds well, cooler cool. than your dad yeah <laughs> well, that's the new my dad true. can beat up your dad my dad likes the whole <laughs> my dad likes the whole study <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff good stuff well thank you Molly this, that is that my dopamine levels for the week are spiking same because of this conversation I'm I already <laughs> I'm already thinking about how I could listen to the whole study on the way home because yes. I don't have any of it on my phone but I oh. maybe they're on Spotify yeah, I have all their uh, vinyls uh, back <laughs> with me just for emergency <laughs> My, uh, yeah, they've got to be on Spotify. My girlfriend in high school, she um, painted the cover of Boys and Girls in America for me. She was a, a good artist, and she, you know, I liked them a lot at the time. And she painted, you know, I had to give it back to her after we broke up. But what? What? for a while, I had a nice little Boys and Girls in America painting that she'd done. What? What's she gonna do? Give it to the next guy? No, yeah. it, it, was a, it was a bad breakup, and um, you didn't I, want it anymore. I understand that. She, uh, now he wanted it. No, it was too painful. She also drew Elliot Smith, and that was also painful. So mm-hmm. she drew With, a lot of the music it, I liked. Is uh, how did Elliot Smith die? He uh, well, Keith, it's pretty funny. He stabbed himself twice in right. the heart, and that was the painting. But it was your face, mm-hmm. and she yeah, drew that. That was a sign. <laughs> oh well well thank you very much molly and this is exciting we're gonna switch it up real quick usually we go into recommendations but we're gonna go into song of the week because i heard oh. you say earlier you did not know many of craig finn's solo work true i'm a big fan i think it's very good so we're gonna hear one of his solo songs this week is the song of the week exciting this is from his 2015 album faith in the future uh this is Newmyer's roof the lead single this is about he uh, had just moved to new york when 9-11 happened i don't think i have to remind anyone what that was but i will it's when the towers went down and if you need more, go to Wiki. And he, uh, you know, he was new to New York, I think. And he, right? It was around then. Yes, it was. Because he wrote a song about it. And he watched the towers go down from his friend's roof. They were drinking. And they were just like, man, what's happening to America? And his, uh, not then wife, but his now wife, uh, barely escaped the towers. Really? Mm. Yes. Steve easy. he's married to. <laughs> um, but that's a true story. And that's, um, I don't think that's how they found each other. But that's certainly something that they bonded over, I'd imagine, when they first started dating. So please, let's hear. I, please, I beg of you, Keith. <laughs> not whatever YouTube link you have pulled up. But New Myers Roof by Behold Steady. There we go. <laughs> okay, we can hear right, this, this too. This fun. Keith likes to trick me, but then he likes to trick me by playing something I like. Yeah, this is good. I should stop my bad. Because it burns being broke. 
Everyone, hurts to be heartbroken. And always being both must be a drag. Hurts to be heartbroken. And always being both must be a drag. She's been calling Holy fuck, is this ACDC? I have it. Got a volume at like four. <laughs> yeah, this is a good line coming up. They're all good lines. Your little hood rat friends have been calling me again. And I can't stand all the things that she sticks into her skin. Like sharpened ballpoint pens and sealed guitar strings. She says it hurts, but it's worth it. Shiny little text etched into her neck. It said Jesus lived and died for all your sins. She's got blue, black ink, and it's scratched into her lower back. Says, damn right, I'll rise again. Yeah, damn right, I'll rise again. Oh, this is so fun. Come to stay sick forever. Is it always a single one? (laughs) No. This is huge and good for me. Keith, I'll never doubt you again. Play all the YouTubes you want. This is uh, one of the happiest moments of my (laughs) life. All right, now let's hear new. Happy birthday, Danny! This is is a bit more, less of a rock song than that was. From this is a New Myers Roof by Craig Finn. And this is a while. I'll do it too. I'll sing the whole thing. All right, please. All right, fine man. New Myers Roof by Craig Finn. And then do the DJ line. I love you. Still doing the Catholic thing. Blood on my hands, ass in my wine. You can see all your answers sometime. And nails in my hand, blood in my eyes. I feel pretty cool, but I know I look fried. All these tall tales and one tiny truth. Saw the towers go down from up on New Myers roof. Yeah, we were frightened. Yeah, we were drinking, it was all so confusing Down Thomas went and talked to the cops He said this just seems like an inside job How about that, Molly? I'll totally listen to yeah, his solo. Right. I have no reason for not having <laughs> his solo stuff. It's good. It's you know, it's not the whole study. Yeah. But yeah. What that, album is that? That was from Faith in the Future, and he has one, uh, "Clear Hearts, Full Eyes." It's whatever the opposite mm-hmm. of the Friday Night Lights saying. I think uh, "Clear Hearts, Full Eyes." Okay, but, I like uh, that too. I like Friday Night yeah, Lights references. Yeah, yeah. So they're both very good. Um, that was from Faith <laughs> in the Future. Um, yeah, this, I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happy too. I can't even play cool about this. That was really fun. <laughs> the three of us. Maybe we start a new show where we just sing along the yeah. whole thing. That would be great. Licensing will be tough. It, do, you but, want to, do you want to apologize? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to everyone. Not even a thing. Oh, to you. Nah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, and now the recommendation this week. This is a show that I discovered uh, that I think we will all in this room enjoy if we are so inclined. Called Brain Dead on Amazon Prime. Anyone? I guess it aired on CBS originally. But Brain Dead is a sci-fi political satire thriller slash laugh em up. And it is very good. I don't want to say much, but it's set in the here and now of politics. But it's also got some sci-fi stuff in it. It stars Mary Elizabeth Winstead from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Um, character actress Margot Martindale makes an appearance. Mm. Um, it's really good. I watched the first like six episodes in one night, which I do oh. not normally do with uh, hour 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 sh- hour hour. Yeah, but oh. it's thrilling. It's funny. It's suspenseful. Huh. Um, you know, it's current. Okay. So check out Brain Dead. The first season is on Amazon Prime. Let's okay. hope they get renewed. I will check it out. Thank you. I will hold you to that. 
Um, all right. Then we can say some of the show the cool, in unison. Yes, together. <laughs> that will be the best day of my life. <laughs> Uh, and now, finally, quote. Now, Molly, a yeah, little sorry, backstory. You read the script. Yeah. It's like, Coming yes. to a town, we close in. <laughs> Pan over. Exterior shots. Exterior. Uh, now, Molly, to give you a little backstory, uh, this show, of course, is on the Keys and the Girl Network, but we have for some time, we have, Chris Hardwick of Venertis has been trying to sweeten us away. They're gunning for him. They're oh. really gunning for me. And they gave me some notes, and one of the notes is every. I used to end my show with a quote, but now they want every show's quote to be from Chris Hardwick. Okay. So for a few months we've been doing that. We're really running out of stuff that he said. I can only <laughs> talk about bowling and his grandfather so much. But Rosa pointed me to a Facebook post he made uh, about his 13-year soberversary, which had was chock full of good quotes. So get ready for some sad Chris Hardwick quotes for the next few months. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> or inspiring ones. Not sad, but a little more serious than nerd culture. So this week's quote comes to us from Chris Hardwick, and Chris says, Life is meant to be felt and experienced, I think, both the good and the bad. It's how you know you're alive. It's also how you grow as a person. Consistent drinking keeps you from growing. And that is from Chris. Thank you for your bravery, Hardwick. <laughs> I, uh, I really like his piece. It's on his Facebook. Um, it's a good piece. Congrats, Chris, on your soberversary. Please return my calls about this. <laughs> it, the ghosting has gone on long enough, I say. Um, that's our show. Molly, thank you so much. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, thank you for having me. You can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Molly Neffel, uh, M-O-L-L-Y-K-N-E-F-E-L. And if you like podcasts, my podcast is called Radio Dispatch, and it's on iTunes and Stitcher and all of their, your podcasting uh, mediums. Needs. <laughs> and it's a great podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm thank a big you. fan. Oh, thanks. SoundCloud? Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my Bluetooth speaker? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. My, my intern is writing in that it's not. <laughs> so Libby, of course, is at Libby what? Raging Apathetic. Which part? At <laughs> Libby. At Raging Apathetic, yeah. Libby PR is the website. Keith is at Keith Malley. I am at Louis CK. And thank you so much, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. That's a show with Danny. That's a show with Danny. <laughs> That's, That's a show it. with Danny. Danny. Thank you, Molly. I know that was weird as shit. (laughs)